Welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast, a deep dive into the beginnings of local Australian musicians and bands. Uh, What a week. (laughs) It's uh, flown by for me, crazy times all around the world, but uh, this podcast is not for that. Uh, Consider me a distraction, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This week's guest is Cooper Riley from Bad Neighbor. They're a killer band, not the heaviest band getting around, but Cooper has his roots heavily in heavy music. And uh, pop punk and alt rock is always fucking hell fun to spin. So if you like that sort of stuff or you just want to check out a new cool band in Brisbane, check them out. They're playing on the Sunshine Coast this weekend. On Saturday, they are playing at 11 Dive Bar in Maroochydore. So if you're in the area, go check them out. Uh, And then you can listen to them wet ever you listen to music. Uh, So with all that being said, it's Wednesday and you know what that means. Hey man. How you going, dude? Good. (laughs) How's lockdown for you? Oh, yeah boring been locked so, in the house bloody writing so yeah it's over now though <laughs> yeah, yeah i know finally pretty it's stoked sick. about it all yeah fuck yeah cool um we'll just get straight into like heavy music for you in general and where does it begin like what's the first heavy band you remember seeing or hearing mm-hmm. damn first heavy band i remember hearing or seeing <clears throat> Um, I've been a I've been a massive Parkway fan since I was a kid. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it started from there. I'm really into like Counterparts, Knocked Loose. Yeah. Like Counterparts, one of my favorite bands ever. But yeah, I've been a massive Parkway sort of since I was a kid, and I listen to heaps of Oceano, and I like Oceano a lot. And yeah, but yeah, I'm more of like a more of like on the hardcore side of things, like massive. Yeah. Counterparts fan Kubla Khan sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, Kubla Khan is sick. Yeah. Kubla Khan is very sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting considering the music that you play in Bad Neighbor. Yeah, it's a bit different. We, yeah, because um, we all we all come from like um like heavy backgrounds. Like Taylor and Liam in Bad Neighbor, they were in a in an old um like metalcore band called Brevity. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um. Yeah, they used to play like all ages shows at um at this little venue at North Lakes. Okay. Um, they had this they had this one song that had uh, a little clip from Breaking Bad when he's like, "I am the one who knocks." Right yeah. This big breakdown. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking really really cool. But um, so yeah, like I yeah I've always been into heavy music. I just uh, can't really um like I, I scream a bit. And bad neighbor, but I'm making like that. Too. But I'd still consider it like old rock, I guess. But we all come from that sort of background anyway. So, yeah, sick. Mm. Well, that's fucking excellent. So, Parkway is like the first heaviest, like heavyish band that you remember hearing from a young age. Well, I think so. Yeah, I, I want to say, like, yeah, like heavy bands I listened to, and then all just sort of spiraled from there. But yeah, definitely, I think. Parkway's a lot of people's early sort of yeah yeah definitely. injection into it, I guess. Yeah, that seems to be a reoccurring theme from doing these. Is like the Parkway fingerprints are on everybody. Yeah, that's it. Well, I suppose it it was cool because they had this type of music where it was like heavy but palatable for people who didn't 
weren't necessarily into heavy music, I guess, yeah. like because all the guitars and everything, and and you know, they got choruses you can sing along to. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, it's. I think people who weren't really into heavy music were just like, oh wow, this is like different. Yeah, oh, I like this. This is cool. And being like from Australia and a small town in Australia, like easily like relatable to. Yeah, well, that's it. They um, that's right. Everyone was like, oh wow, these guys are from Byron. That's insane. Yeah, they're just like us. <laughs> And yeah. then, yeah, it just spiraled from there. And, yeah. you know, I think everyone looks up to them a lot. I definitely do. Definitely. They've yeah. managed to do. Yeah. And I think them putting out DVDs, they're like the last band to like really put out documentary style DVDs of like their growth and progression. So you can watch them grow and progress from release. Yeah, well, that's to release. it. And yeah. And they're, they, um, you know, they're just surf rats. Like they're just normal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. normal dudes. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, even in the the new documentary, like Jeff's on the beach and his dog just takes a shit. And he's like, oh, come on. Like just like super <laughs> real. It's like, that's a real thing that happens to everybody. Yeah, dude. I really enjoyed that last documentary. Yeah, I was just telling all my mates to watch it. It's really good to see like them on the scale they are. And they still have, you know, little problems like bands like us have, like, um, yeah. like sound, sound issues and, 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 you know, cues on stage are supposed to happen and they don't happen. Like yeah. it's sort of um, grounding to be like, oh wow, this like massive, massive band still has these problems. Like, yeah, not everyone's perfect, you know. The problems of like just the the grind of being in a band and like knowing you're gonna lose money on some things. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's yeah. you, everyone puts everyone on a pedestal, and it's like it's glad to see that it's not actually like that. Like, everyone yeah. is just um, you know, it's always just a you always just got to keep pushing you never just get somewhere and you're like oh cool now we're successful and that's it yeah and the bands that do that fall off very quickly and can't recover yeah that's right you can't you're always trying to get to the next level you know like if you stop if you're just like oh i'm happy where i am now then it's when you start declining i guess like yeah that's gotta be heaps of bands like that like that most of the 2012 warp tour scene it's kind of like that. They couldn't progress. They couldn't change to what they needed to be, and they just died off. Yeah, that's right. Everyone was like, "Oh, we're rock stars now, so it's fine." Yeah. We're, just, um, <laughs> yeah. we're rocks. Like you know, you always got to be pushing yourself and yeah, and trying different things. Like so it has to be done, you know. Yeah, it's all about creative growth and pushing yourself. And you know, that's and, right. Can't yeah. can't release the same album five times in a row. Like you got to, oh. you know. And if you do, you got to go you and change it up and do something different. Yeah. For that's sure. it like yeah. we we were releasing like all this like you know like early like front bottom stuff for bad neighbor and then we yeah. were just like oh this we don't want to make this music we want to make like heavy like heavy for us like heavier yeah. emo, emo you know and then we yeah. did we started writing heavier tracks and and now we're like oh this is where we want to be this is great so we're just yeah. gonna keep rolling it that's a good place to like to sit as a sound like that neck deep fucking uh state champs style of pop punk yeah which like the vocal like, yeah, vocal. Man, like you got to um it's a good little niche to sit in and yeah you can make what you mm. can of it yeah it's you a good little i don't know yeah that's right like we um like we've added a bunch of like stuff in now as well which has been really cool like it's just nice to do to not try and like um we were just trying to write songs that we thought people wanted to hear and then we're just like well let's just try and write what we want to hear and then people yeah. really liked it so you know our last single is doing really well and we just um sent off our next one okay yeah. which is even you know it's even more different than the last one and it's yeah oh, cool. just really excited to be doing what we want to do instead of you know being like oh we think this is what people want to hear so we're just going to yeah. keep writing yeah these I, think, songs. I think if uh 
you don't write what you want to play or what you want to hear. It comes across. Yeah, well, that's right. You sound, um, I don't want to say like a sellout, but it just sounds commercial, like you're trying to impress yeah. people, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and who's, like, did you guys record in-house and send it off for mixing and mastering? So for the last one, for When the World Explodes, we recorded with um, Callum Robinson. Okay. And so he he mixed the track and he produced and engineered everything. And then it was mastered by Brock Weston of Bugs. Okay. But this last one, um, I was really, really excited about it because we engineered with Callum and he produced yeah. it. And then we sent it off to Matt Templeman, who produces yeah. and records uh, Sly Withers. Yeah. And I've been a massive fan of him for a long time. And, um, yeah, and I hit him up on a whim to um, mix our track. And he said, yeah, I've heard of you guys before. Let's, um, let's do it. Fuck yeah, that's sick. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, awesome. And then so we, um, that's been a couple months in the running. And then it's really exciting that he did it. And we actually just sent it off like a few days ago. And, yeah, it's all happening. So we yeah, stoked excellent. about it. I think that's a thing like that's all good. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think that's the thing young bands or, like, newer bands sort of don't know if you can do. Like, the worst that somebody in a bigger position than you can say is no. So, like, oh, it that's it. Like, it we, um, I, I hit him up on a complete whim, just like, wow, I really like this dude's work. I'm going to, yeah. um, I'll just go talk to him. I'll just ask him. And then he was like, yeah, yeah, cool. I've heard of you guys. I'd, I'd love to. And I was like, oh, shit. Really? Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's do it. And then, yeah, I just... It was just crazy that it was that simple. Like, I think yeah. a lot of people don't understand that um, everyone's just like an email away, yeah, you know? Like, literally. it's not. You don't have to be so like, oh, this per like, oh, I really, really look up to this person. Like, we just we just send out emails left, right, and center and just go, hey, uh, we'd yeah. love to open up this show and it'll yeah. be a massive show. We just go, hey, we'd love to work with you, uh, this, that, and the other. And, yeah. and half the time you get a reply. Yeah. And even if it's not the reply you're looking for, but they're just people. Like people are going to reply and be like either yeah. yes or no. Yeah. And if it's no a no, one's... then your name's out there anyway. Yeah, well, that's right. Like yeah. you gotta um you gotta ask. You just gotta ask anyway, you know, like it's yeah. a, it has to be done. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. That's sick. And um Bad Neighbor starts in 2019. Did you have any bands before that? Or was is this your first like band to do the thing? Um, I did uh, some acoustic stuff before okay. we started the band uh, i did yeah. a bit in school but no not really like i um we sort of started and we wrote um we wrote odd socks and then but no i wasn't really in anything before just sort of like emo acoustic stuff and yeah. then uh, i got together with liam and taylor i went to school with them since i was like 13 and yeah the rest is history we just on the See. up and up and it's good good that it's the first one because um we had a lot of that learning curve and like growing pains when we started. And yeah. there's a lot of things that I would have done differently if we could have gone back. But I feel like now we're really in our groove where we, yeah. where we started now, but it's almost good to have like that baby teeth band. I think the first one where you learn all the lessons and then yeah, definitely. you start the next one and then, um, you know, you've learned all the lessons from the previous one, but yeah. I think we've done really well to, to just sort of mold um, bad neighbor into what we want it to be instead of yeah, just starting yeah. again, I guess. Yeah. I think it either goes one or two ways. Either the, the first band either changes with everybody in it or it just turns to nothing. And then the people in it have learned enough from that to take it to the next thing they do. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I think it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because instead of we sort of changed how we sounded, 
a lot of people just go, oh, this, this sounds too different. So we're just going to start something new. But yeah. I don't think you have to do that. I think in our genre specifically, like we can, we could make a song me screaming or we could make a song where I'm like singing really like delicately. Like there's yeah. no, there's no like boundaries, which is yeah. which I really enjoy. There's more wiggle room yeah. for sure. No, that's right. You can sort of do, you know, whatever type of music you want to do. Really, there's no, yeah. there's no boundaries in in alt rock, I guess. Yeah, punk. definitely. Well, that's the mm. the premise of it all to have no boundaries and creatively do what you feel like. Yeah, well, that's it. Like you want to, um, you want that freedom to be able to just write the music you want to write, I guess. And sure. it's nice to not, um, not be limited to, oh, we can only have our guitars sounding this way, or we can only have yeah. me singing this way. Like, you know. Yeah. I really enjoy it because we can, I, I can write however I want and be like, hey, and we can go record it and it's still a bad neighbor song. So, yeah, yeah, it is what you make it with your writing. And yeah. That's sick. That's it. Cool. Mm. So, from coming from the beginning and Parkway and then discovering hardcore from then, where is like the first person in a band that makes you realize that you could sing or play guitar and take that step? Um, <clears throat> I grew up. I grew up listening to a band called Against Me, and they're like okay, this. Yeah. So I'd say they're just they're just like a straight punk band, I yeah. guess. And they've been around since like nineteen ninety nine, I want to say. Yeah, and Jay Weinberg used anyway, to play in there from Slipknot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just um, so Laura Jane Grace is like my absolute idol, and yeah. um, I've been listening to her since I was a kid. And yeah, I just think she's the most punk rock person ever. And I like, I found against me when I was like 11 or 12. And I was just like, oh, that's, that's exactly how I want to sing. And that was yeah. how I've been teaching myself to sing since then. And that's exactly okay. how I sing. It's exactly how she does with like a bit of grit on yeah. everything. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I look up to her so much. Uh, she, um, and she always played Rickenbackers. Yeah. And um, I, I wanted one since I was a little kid. So I went and bought one from Russia <laughs> and it was like $3,000, but <sighs> Yeah, she's just like my absolute idol and yeah, yeah. they do a lot of songs in the key of E and so all of our first songs are in E. Yeah. <laughs> we just rewrote the same song like 10 times. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I'm a massive, massive Against Me fan. I got like three Against Me tattoos and okay. it's a massive fan, yeah. Yeah, I think they're a band that like they've always been around. I think people know who they are, but their fans are like full-on fans and then people yeah, are just like, oh, I've heard of Against Me, yeah. That's it. You're either like, you're either like, oh, yeah, I've heard of them, or you're like, yeah, I would die for this band. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah, in between. Sure, yeah. They're just, uh, they're just good because all their roots are like in that, like proper punk and, yeah. and like, I think it's so punk because like Laura Jane Grace, um, she changed her gender. She had a yeah. gender reassignment. Um, I can't remember. It was a really long time ago, and and so many people, you know, it really weeded out people who were like you know obviously against it and for it and i think yeah. that's the most punk rock thing ever if yeah. she was just like well i don't really care what you think and then they went and released an album called transgender dysphoria blues yeah and everyone was just like wow man that what are you doing that's not against me so and the other yeah but it was so so cool it's the most punk rock thing she's like i don't care who yeah. agrees with this and who doesn't like, this is who i am yeah and this is what i want to do and um it's just so punk rock man i just yeah, yeah they're just and all their old stuff is just phenomenal like yeah, I could talk about talk about that band for <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, that that's essentially what punk punk rock is like against the grain, like what the societal norms aren't. So, like, for them that's to do it, that, man. change like to who she feels she is, 
and then change their sound on their next release to be like, I still don't give a fuck what you have to say about me. Like, that's right, man. I yeah. don't care who I piss off. This is like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, it's just so sick, man. Like, and it weeds really, out the yeah. fucking poses that think they're hardcore or think they're punk rock. That's it, man. Yeah. Really, really shows everyone's true colors, you know? And, yeah. and, and, you know, they only got bigger from it and it was awesome because everyone was just like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's punk as. Like, you yeah. should, should do, do and be exactly who you want to be. And yeah, yeah, I just look, I look up to that a lot. I think it's really cool. Yeah, that's sick. Fuck yeah. And then, um, from there, you get into playing guitar and acoustic and then into Bad Neighbor. And what's the the reception from the new song been? Because you just put it out in May with the, mm-hmm. the style change. Has it been like a completely different perception? Are you noticing there's like a different style of fan coming through now? Um, uh, I don't know. I think so. Uh, I'm not sure. Like it just because I think it's I think it's still like palatable for people who because it, it's heavy, but it's also not. It's still like that pop punky sort of um flow to it but um no like all all the people who followed our old stuff they just they they loved it and when we keep getting told like how much they like it and it's obviously our most successful one yet yeah but um no it's just i think it's the same sort of people and people were just like oh okay like i didn't um i didn't expect like the heavy vocals in the middle and yeah we're like they're like oh but we like it like it's cool and then yeah we've had a lot of a lot of new people listening to us lately with um yeah like just a lot of new fans and stuff, which has been really good because I think we sort of, uh, we sort of accidentally targeted like a new market, yeah. And it's it's really exciting because um, yeah. you know, we're just branching out a bit. But yeah, yeah, I really like that song, and I'm I'm really excited um to get out and play it a bit more once lockdown yeah. over. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Like the people that were around from the beginning are willing to grow with you, and that the, your growth has brought in a new demographic of people that like that more aggressive sound yeah well that's it no one sort of wrote us off everyone was just like okay this is cool like because we could have kept writing all the same songs the same like you know sort of that songs and we were like all right well let's let's try something different and it worked really well and the next one's even even heavier for that use of the word it's a a really cool song i'm really excited sick keen to get it out there Mm. fuck yeah (laughs) cool have you guys got any shows planned like lined up for the next few months of lockdown oh, stays man. away. Yeah, a lot. I was actually, we were supposed to be on tour last week. I was supposed okay. to be in Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah. And I was supposed to play, we were supposed to play a sold out show on Friday night with Semantics and the oh. Sleepyheads. Yeah, yeah. So that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, tour, tours postponed for November. Okay, cool. Um, November and uh. Sydney and Melbourne are in November. I don't Dude. think we have a rebooked date for Brisbane yet. Hopefully yeah. soon. Brisbane's kind um, of a weird place to be booking at the moment. Like I was supposed to play on Friday and have the show cancelled, and now the next one's the sixteenth of September. So like an entire month away. Yeah, everything's getting rebooked. The yeah. front center. It's pretty um pretty demoralizing, but and it's alright, man. Because we um we've just been. We're like we didn't slow down at all because we yeah. were prepping for tour so hard and then when tour got cancelled we just went all right well we're just going to keep we're just going to stay in the studio and keep um rehearsing yeah. and so then when we when we can come back we're amazing and yeah. and we've been writing and stuff as well but we've never we were really excited for tour like we booked all the flights and because we, yeah. we haven't played out of um 
we've played at the Gold Coast a few times. We've never yeah. left Brisbane. Yeah. So we were like little kids on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We got all our all of our tour gigs, all our, our tour setups ready, like yeah. all of our um, our fly rigs and stuff. And we were so excited. And then yeah, a bit of a bummer. But yeah. no, I think like um, that experience of getting out of your local scene is like definitely refreshing for young bands. I remember the first time I went to Sydney. Like it was like a game changer. I felt like the band I was in was doing crazy stuff because we were playing interstate. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like three shows deep, three hours of sleep every day. You just rat shit. And yeah. then you've got to like come home and like start booking shows straight away back in your local scene to like keep yeah. the progression. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. We were just so, so keen. Like we were like, wow, wow. We'd like, we didn't think we'd get out of Brisbane, but um, yeah. There was like a, turn, a turning point for us right before, like at the start of the year, um, at the start of, yeah, the start of this year where we were just yeah. like, well, well, like I don't, we don't want to just keep, we don't want to just be a Brisbane band. Like we yeah. want to be a touring. Yeah. And you've got to make that started, late for sure. If you don't, yeah, well, then you're just going to stay in Brisbane. That's it, man. It's, and it's a lot more work and a lot more money and a lot more time. But we just well, went, well, we don't want to. I don't want to just play in Brisbane. Like we want to tour. I want to go to Perth and Adelaide and Tasmania and, and the Northern Territory. Yeah. I want to go to America and Europe. Yeah. So we just started going balls to the wall with it all. And, you know, it's like, it's baby steps, but I feel like we definitely made progress since we made that decision. And, sure. and, um, so yeah, we were so keen to get out on our first tour, but you know, it'll happen. And I'm so, it's sort of good now. Cause you think after we were supposed to play the shows last weekend, you know, like now we've got an extra two months to be yeah. even better than we yeah. were then. Yeah, you know, and it's all it's all hard work, and if you go into another city, you want to be the best you can be. Definitely, yeah, yeah. So, especially you know, like, got to look at the positives. A, yeah, especially being a band that like a lot of people might not have heard of before in that state or that area, you've got to come out with your best foot forward. So then they'll just pull their phone out straight away, search you up on Facebook, like Instagram, like download. Yeah, you've got to lead with your best foot always. Yeah, that's it. You got to give them. You got to give them your best. There's no point, you know giving them half ass. You, you want, you, that's exactly what you want. You want people to pull out the phone and go, who the fuck is this band? Yeah. Add this, <laughs> yeah. like, this is fucking sick. That's exactly yeah. what you want. Yeah. And, yeah. Excited for that when it all happens again, but um, yeah, sure. it's got to bite our time for the meantime. Yeah. Which like, mm. and I think everybody has to. And then when there are shows, hopefully people are keen enough to get outside and do something that they come out to local shows and build the scene back up. That's it, man. Well, I think when it all comes back, I think it's gonna be fucking crazy. Like I can't I can't wait. It um it's been such a, a big build up. And I think when when they're like, yeah, hundred percent shows, hundred percent capacity can come back and there's just gigs from Thursday through Sunday again. I just yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I think it's gonna because all I think all of us, like me and all and all my friends that are in touring bands and whatnot, everyone has just been like, Wow, we really took this for granted. Yeah. Um and not just and, the people um, in bands, the people that go to shows. Like, there's yeah. killer bands getting around Brisbane in every subgenre of heavy music, and sometimes they just go unrecognized for too long because it. Yeah, dude. People are Brisbane, too busy to go to shows. Brisbane's a city of rock and roll, man. There's so many, <laughs> seriously, man. So many good bands coming out of yeah. Brisbane at the moment. I I wouldn't know where to start. Like, it's just the amount of music that's coming out at the moment is just insane, yeah. and. And I feel like we have one of the strongest um, music communities in Australia. And I think yeah. that's why it's been so hard yeah. for us in particular, but I'm probably jaded because I'm from here, but um, yeah. <laughs> I really, I really, I really think that I just, man, the amount of good music coming out of Brisbane is just insane. And yeah. 
it's sad to see it all get squandered. But like I said, like we're through the hardest part. And I think, you know, once it's all sorted, I think it's just going to be, no one's going to be able to slow us down. So yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. The scene needs like that just to be like pumped with life again and just That's it, man. Like yeah. those local bands. I think it's just going to explode and, you know, it's just, it's a bit hard for everyone because no one can really make an income because everyone at the start of code was like, okay, cool. We'll just go record and we'll write. Yeah. It'll be, you know, we'll just put the time into that. But the thing is no one can make an income unless you're putting your own personal money into the band, yeah. which you should yeah. do anyway, but yeah, yeah. it's hard to make an income for the band to be self-sufficient when you can't play shows and you can't yeah. sell merch and you can't. Yeah. So it's, it's hard like that, but we, um, you know, we just tried, we did everything we possibly could to pull, you know, whatever money we could together. And we're trying to get back into the studio. I think yeah. we're back in the studio next month, September. Okay, cool. But um, yeah, it is it, like, it's hard. It's hard because you can't make an income to go record and recording isn't cheap. Yeah. Cause I'm sure, you know, like it's not, yeah. Yeah. but you know, one of those things, man, it'll all be back, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When it is people might be keen to buy more local merch more than ever. And I think like, bands are having a lot more time to sit and think about what they want to do so it's not just the standard band tee it's more of like a an actual shirt that you can wear wherever not just a fucking yeah. shirt with like that's it. It. everyone's everyone's honing in on their art and just getting yeah. getting better at what they do like there's a lot of things we would have done if we were still as active as we were that yeah you know it's sort of glad i'm sort of glad we had a bit of time off because you know we're all really young and yeah it's good to, it's good to sit and think about the choices you want to make sometimes rather than just be like oh this seems like a cool idea let's do it so yeah for sure mm. sick fuck yeah mm. and um when's the release looking to be for whatever you guys do next um after the September after the single like are you just putting out an oh, EP after or the single just yeah singles from now on we we are recording EP number two. Yep. Um, the drum we're starting drums next month, Sick. and um, I have a feeling it'll be done by the end of the year, hopefully. Cool. And then should be out early next year, hopefully. It's all hearsay at this point. We're just yeah, gonna yeah. we're yeah. just gonna start it because we we have no time frame. Yeah. We, um, we'll probably drop this next single and then just um, drop. We'll finish out the rest of our shows and we'll drop off the face of the earth for a couple months and just record and then. Be back with a bang next year and hopefully we can tour it a lot because we yeah. really want to travel and um so yeah it should be fun if we can get in and, and get it all smashed out we've got a, it's a very very different mess of songs though so it's going to be um, yeah. a big process recording them all yeah well yeah as long as you guys like know what the songs are meant to sound like it'll just be like nothing just like practicing essentially yeah definitely yeah. well that's what we've been doing all we've been doing is um you know, rehearsing and writing and, and yeah. demoing and, and they're all they're all ready to go. And I think I think it's gonna be really good for us. Like they're really cool songs, really different. Fuck yeah. But yeah, it's been good to have that time off to just be able like you don't just smash out a song like, okay, cool, let's get in the studio and record it. Like yeah. we go over the songs like a million a times and, yeah, yeah. and and pinpoint every detail exactly how we want it to be. Yeah. Which has been nice. Yeah. There's probably definitely like the, the biggest blessing of like COVID because like when I was, I've been working on what I'm doing now for like two years. So there's been songs I've had for like a year and a half. That now I'm looking at them like half of this is dog shit, needs to be rewritten entirely. And then it's like yeah. the best thing for that song instead of writing it, being like, it's ready to go, recording it, putting it out, and realizing afterwards it's shit house. That's right. It's yeah. good to, 
and it's hard because when you write a song, you get so excited about it, and you're yeah. like, "Wow, I gotta get, I gotta get this recorded right now. This is the yeah. best thing I've ever done." But yeah. <laughs> you really gotta, you have to sit and like marinate on things before you make decisions, and it's it's hard because I'm the same. Like I wrote a song yesterday, and I was like, "Oh my god, we'll put this on the EP. This is gonna be so sick." But <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not fair of me to go to the band and be like, oh, "I wrote this song. Everyone learn it. It's gone on the EP." And it's yeah, yeah. it's like, no, nah, you gotta you gotta flesh it out. You gotta. Yeah. You got to write each part ten different times and make it as as good as it can be. Yeah, yeah for otherwise sure. you're just not doing your songs justice. You know. Yeah, and realistically, mm. if a, if a song is weaker on a release than any other thing on that same release, it's going to be pointed out. That's right. It's yeah. going to stand out. And I think now feel, that um now with the quality of music coming out, you need to make sure that like everything you put out is on par with itself, so it's a consistent it. release. That's it because in in um you know in the scheme of things like when you're looking at one song in a release there's always going to be ones that are better then yeah. you got to try and make them as equal as possible so you're yeah. not releasing four really good songs and then one mediocre one I guess yeah yeah hmm. yeah well sick man fucking thanks for doing the podcast we'll get into your top five favorite bands and your socials and socials for bad neighbor and wrap it up sweet man no worries thanks for having me it's all good. All right. Um, top five favorite bands. Yeah. That's going to be a hard one. Um, yeah. In any order? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Any order? I think Against Me, yeah. Counterparts, um, Microwave. Okay. Really fucking cool band. Never heard of them before. Um, very, 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 very cool band. That's Where are like they from? what weird. Um, they're from America. I want to okay. say they're from New Jersey. I have okay. no idea. But that's like we take a lot of inspiration from them. They're incredible. Yeah. Um, I think Slaughter Beach Dog are really cool. I've never heard and of them either. <laughs> they're really, a really cool band. Sick. And um, I think I think the front bottoms as well. I really like the front bottoms. Okay, cool. Fuck yeah. Sick. Any particular release from the front bottoms? Oh, I think Talent of the Hawk. I think Talent of the Hawk's really good. And their yeah. and their first their first album, their self-titled, is really, really good. That was oh, a big yeah. game changer for me with music. Sick. Fuck yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh your personal socials and band socials. My socials is at don't call me coop <laughs> okay. and just Cooper Riley on Facebook. And then yeah. Bad Neighbor is at Bad Neighbor with a zero for the O in yeah. um in neighbor. And then just cool. bad neighbor on Facebook. Sick. Awesome, man. Cool, man. Thanks, Thanks for having me. It's all good. Thanks for doing it. No problem, dude. There we go. Done for another week. Uh, huge thanks to Cooper. He said it in the pod, but if you want to go check out what he and Bad Neighbor are doing, head on over to Instagram uh, at Don't Call Me Coop for his personal and at Bad Neighbor with a zero instead of an O in Neighbor. And check out Bad Neighbor on Facebook and listen to them wherever you listen to music Apple Music, Spotify. YouTube, wherever the fuck you listen to music. <laughs> and uh, he's a great guy. Cooper's great. He's welcome back whenever. I think another episode would be sick. Get into some other topics because um, this is a very short episode, but that's entirely on me. This was, I think I had three episodes in a row to do this day of recording it. So I, I got him in. <laughs> 
Uh, if you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, share it, tell a friend and subscribe, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, Podbean, wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, head on over to the Instagram and Facebook at Heavy Sweater Podcast. Um, yeah, help grow your local scene, share the pod, check out all the cool bands that we have on. And yeah, thanks. See you next week.